The Letter of Paul the Apostle to the Ephesians, from the New Testament in Modern English, translated by Ferrar Fenton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Mark Penfold. Chapter 1 Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, through the will of God, to the holy and faithful in Christ Jesus existing at Ephesus. Blessing to you, and peace from our Father, God, and Lord Jesus Christ. Let the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ be blessed, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing which is in the heavens with Christ, since he had chosen us for himself before founding a system to be holy and blameless in love before him having prepared us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ, according to his settled purpose, in accordance with his glorious gift, which he presented to us from love, by which we have the redemption through his blood, the release from sins, coming with the rich gift which he poured into us with all wisdom and intelligence, making known to us the mystery of his intention with his decision which he had determined with himself to administer at the completion of the periods when everything was to be centered again in the messiah both upon the heavens and upon the earth in him by whom we have also inherited according to his purpose who foresees and energizes all things which have been prepared to accomplish the intention of his will so that we who formerly awaited the messiah might be an evidence of his honor from whom you have also heard the true message the good news of your salvation and believing in whom you were sealed with the promise by the holy spirit which is the pledge of our inheritance to be redeemed by the possession of it as proof of his honor because of which I also, having heard of your fidelity in the Lord Jesus, and love towards all the holy, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, so that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and comprehension of what is contained in a full knowledge of him who enlightens the eyes of your hearts, to show you what is the hope of his calling." what is the glorious wealth of his inheritance for the holy, and what the exceeding greatness of his power in us believers, through his mighty energy, which energized in Christ, raising him from the dead, and seating him at his right in the heavens, above all government, authority, and power, and dominion, and every name named, not only in this present age, but also in that to come, and has subjected everything under his feet and has given him to be head over all the church, which is his body, the accomplishment of the whole in absolute perfection. Chapter 2 And you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you then walked, following this age of the world, under the authority of the prince of darkness, of the spirit of him now working in the sons of carelessness with whom also we all then associated in the lusts of our sensuality, practicing the desires of the flesh and of the mind. For we were naturally children of passion like the rest. But God, being rich in mercy, through his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead through transgressions, restored us to life with Christ. You are saved by a gift." and raised us together, and seated us together in the heavens with Christ Jesus, 
so that he might show to the coming ages the surpassing richness of his gift, with which he had benefited us in Christ Jesus. For you are saved by a gift through a faith, and this is not from yourselves. The gift is from God, not from rituals, so that none can boast. For we are his creation, created in Christ Jesus for good works, in which God has decided that we should live. Therefore remember that then you were personally the heathen, who are called uncircumcision by those called circumcision in flesh made by hand. You were at that time without Christ, excluded from the constitution of Israel, and foreigners to the covenants of the promise, not having a hope, and without a God in the universe. But now in Christ Jesus you, who then were far away, have become near by the blood of Christ, for he is our peace, who made the two one, and removed the dividing veil of enmity by his own body, making void the law of commands by true thoughts, so that from these two he might create in himself one single new man, making peace, and reconciling the two in one body to God through his cross, having destroyed the enmity by means of himself, and coming, he announced the good news of peace to you afar off, and peace to those near, because through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. Therefore now you are no more foreigners and aliens. On the contrary, you are fellow citizens with the saints, and household friends of God, resting upon the foundations of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ being himself the angle-stone, into which the structure, harmoniously arranged, rises up into a holy temple for the Lord, and into whom you are being built for a dwelling-place of God in spirit. Chapter 3 Because of this, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus for you heathen, assuming that you have heard of the administration of the gift of God which has been entrusted to me for you, how that by revelation the secret was made known to me, as I have already briefly related, by which you may be able, while reading, to perceive my knowledge in the secret of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men, as now it has been revealed to his holy apostles and preachers in spirit, that the heathen are heirs, and participators, and shareholders, of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel, of which I became a minister by the free gift of God, entrusted to me with his powerful energy. To me, the least of all the holy, this gift was entrusted, to be proclaiming to the heathen the good news of the immeasurable wealth of Christ, and to throw light upon what is the administration of the mystery which was hidden for ages with God the Creator of all things, so that it might now be made known to the chiefs and authorities in the heavens by means of the church what is the perfectly working wisdom of God, following the intention which he had provided in Christ Jesus our Lord from the eternities, by whom we have free and confident access through his faith. Therefore, I pray, be not depressed by my afflictions for you, since they are your glory. For this I bend my knees in the presence of the Father, from whom every family in heaven and upon earth is named, so that he may endow you with his glorious wealth strengthening you with power through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through the faith in love, you being rooted and grounded, so that you may be strengthened to comprehend with all the holy what is the width and extent and height and depth, 
and to gain an idea how far the love of Christ exceeds our research, so that you may be perfected with all the perfection of God. But to the power able to do all, far beyond what we can ask or think, by means of his power energizing in us, to him be the praise in the church, and in Christ Jesus, during all the generations of the ages of the eternities. Amen. Chapter 4 Therefore I entreat you, I, the prisoner of the Lord, to conduct yourselves worthy of the calling with which you are called, with all quietness and gentleness and forbearance, supporting one another in love, endeavoring to preserve the spirit of unity by the link of peace. One body and one spirit, as you were called to a single hope of your calling, having one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all, and who gave to each one of us the gift proportionate to the measure of the free gift of Christ. For this he says, Having ascended on high, he captured captivity, and gave gifts to men. But who ascended? Who is he, if not the same, who descended first into the lowest part of the earth? He who descended is the very same as he who ascended above all the heavens, so that he might fill all. And he gave some apostles, some preachers, some missionaries, and some pastors and teachers, for the training of the holy in useful work to construct the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the comprehension of the Son of God, to a perfect manhood, to the standard height of the perfection of Christ, so that we may be no longer raw recruits, wavering and reeling at every breath of the training, by human cunning with villainy, perverting it into an instrument for error, but following the truth in love, until we attain the whole in Him who is the head, Christ, from whom all the body, harmoniously constructed and balanced through every joint of the combination, with proportionate energy in each of its limbs, the body may grow up an edifice in love with itself. I say this, then, and give evidence in the Lord, so that you may no longer walk as the heathen walk, in the folly of their mind, with the reason be clouded, being alienated from the divine life by the want of perception which exists in them through the hardening of their hearts, which, having alienated, they recklessly abandoned themselves to excess in practicing depravity. But you have not so learned Christ. If indeed you have heard him, and learnt in him what the truth in Jesus is, you will strip yourselves from the former conduct of the corrupt old man with his deceptive lusts, and you will be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and you will be putting on the new man, the one created godlike in righteousness and holiness for the truth. Therefore, rejecting falsehood, speak truth every one with his neighbor, for we are parts of one another. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun set upon your fury, neither give opportunity to the devil, the thief, let him steal no longer, but rather be industrious, working carefully with his hands, so that he may have something to spare for the necessitous. Let there not come from your mouth any worthless word, but something good, demanded by the occasion, such as may give benefit to the hearers. 
and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you are marked for a day of redemption. Let all bitterness and lust and passion and quarrel and abuse be expelled from you with every baseness, and become useful to one another, good-hearted, gracious, as God also was gracious to you in Christ. Chapter 5 Be then imitators of God, as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also loved you, and delivered himself for your sakes as a sweet perfume, an offering and sacrifice to God. But prostitution and all profligacy or excess, let it never be named among you, as befits the holy nor obscenity, nor frivolity, nor ribaldry, which are not becoming, but thanksgiving instead. For you know the certainty of this, that no fornicator, nor debauchee, nor extortioner, who is an idolater, has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Never let yourselves be deceived with empty arguments, for through these sins the anger of God comes upon the sons of carelessness, be not therefore associates with them. For you were once darkness, but now light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of the light is in all purity and righteousness and truth. Search what is most pleasing to the Lord, and do not associate yourselves with the fruitless works of darkness, but much rather reprove them. For it is a shame to relate their hidden practices." but everything reprehensible is revealed under the light, for light is the universal revealer. Therefore he says, Rouse, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine upon you. See then how carefully you should walk, not like fools, but on the contrary, as intelligent, buying up the opportunity, for the times are wicked. Therefore be not thoughtless, but consider what is the will of the Lord, and be not drunk with wine, in which there is folly, but instead be full of the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and dancing in your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks at all times for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to the God and Father, supporting one another in a reverence of Christ. Let the women be obedient to their own husbands as to the Lord, because a husband is head of the wife, as Christ is head of the church, and himself the guardian of her body. Then, even as the church is subjected to Christ, thus also the wives should be to their husbands in everything. The husbands should love their wives as Christ loved the church, and delivered himself up for her sake, so that she might be made holy, purified in the bath with the water of his message, so that he might himself present to himself the rectified church, having neither spot nor wrinkle, nor anything like them, but that she might be holy and faultless. Thus the husbands should love their own wives as their own bodies. The lover of his own wife loves himself, for no one ever hates his own body. On the contrary, he feeds and warms it, just as Christ does the church, because we are parts of his body. Therefore a man shall leave mother and father, and be united with his wife, and the two shall become one body. This is the great mystery, but I speak in regard to Christ and the church, and especially you, every individual, 
let him love his own wife as himself, and let the wife reverence her husband in the same way. Chapter 6 Children, be obedient to your parents, for that is right. Honor your father and your mother, that is the first command with a promise, so that good may come to you, and you may have long continuance on the earth. And fathers, do not irritate your children, but educate them in discipline and knowledge of the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, in frank-heartedness as to Christ, not with eye-service as if flattering men, but like slaves of Christ, doing God's will, working willingly from your soul as for the Lord, and not for men. Because you know that if anyone does anything well, he gives pleasure to the Lord, whether he is a slave or a free man. And, masters, do the same to them, abandoning abuse. For you know that both your master and theirs is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. From henceforward strengthen yourselves in the Lord, and with the power of his might. Put on the complete armor of God, so that you may be able to stand against the tactics of the devil, because our fight is not against blood and flesh, but against the sovereignties, against the powers, against the commanders of the darkness of this world, against the spirits of wickedness in the heavens. Therefore, take up the complete armor of God, so that you may be able to resist in the day of danger, and having done all your duty, to stand. Stand, then, your waist belted with truth, and covered with the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod in readiness for the good news of peace, lifting up over all the big shield of the faith, upon which you will be able to quench all the blazing artillery of the devil, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the message of God, but through all, with prayer and supplication, praying at every moment in spirit, and keeping watch in it with steady tenacity, and praying for the holy, and for me, so that eloquence may be given to me when my mouth is opened, to proclaim with bold freedom the secret of the good news, for which I am an ambassador in captivity, so that I may speak like a free man therein, as I ought to speak. But so that you may know my affairs, how I do, the dear brother and faithful minister in the Lord, Tychicus, whom I have sent to you for this very purpose, will inform you, so that you may know about us, and may console your hearts. Peace to the brethren, and faithful love from a Father God and a Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. The End of the Letter of Paul the Apostle to the Ephesians Recording by Mark Penfold